0: This is episode 54 of The Gamer Sushi Show. In this week's episode, we apologize for Resident Evil 6, talk about Cliffy B and the Bioware Doctors, and our most anticipated game of the rest of 2012.
1: Hi, welcome to The Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Eddie. Uh Mitch. I'm Anthony. I'm Jeff. And this is episode fifty four of the podcast. We are beardless. Again. Not true. I have a beard.
2: Yeah, but not, the, not the beard, the, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the beard. yeah didn't you the hear beard. the capital letter at the start of Beardless? Yeah, yeah no. Beard. I didn't listen hear that. listen closer, Anthony. It's a silent statement. capital. Yeah. Beardless. Beardless. Oh, oh there it is. Oh now I, I see. hear it. Yeah. Sorry.
1: I'm too
3: busy crying over here.
1: Yeah, you have to learn to speak with capital letters if you want to be an effective communicator. I've it's learned. Super important. Yeah. That's why I type with all caps.
0: All the, the time. time. <laughs> no, that's There's... really that's really only Anthony that types with caps all the time.
3: That's what I'm just trying to get a point across. Which it's is like yelling.
1: Time. Yeah. Why exactly. are we yelling? So you talk like a mom on Facebook? Yes, pretty much. Oh <laughs> my god. Why do people do that? <laughs> Nice. Well, um, so yeah, we don't have Nick. Um, This is actually a very sad podcast for us. The saddest
3: Uh, podcast ever.
1: We are going to have to do six minutes minutes of Resident Evil 6. But we don't want to. And then never talk about Resident Evil 6 again. (laughs) Never. never, Uh, never. Of course, Jeff will be fine with it, but basically, here's the deal that's gone down in the last couple weeks. Resident Evil 6 came out uh, two days ago. I guess we'll probably end up talking about it for longer than six minutes, but we'll see where we're at. And All right, minutes. I'll just, I'll just start the timer for fun. By uh, the
3: way, we need to take the countdown off the website like ASAP.
1: Yeah, we do. We, we we on this podcast, we should figure out what we're counting down to next. Um, so Resident Evil 6 came out a couple of days ago, three days ago. Reviews started coming out of the game
3: for oh, the wait. game, but six days ago, Anthony warned everybody because he played the demo. <laughs>
1: And said it was bad.
2: But, but see, the thing is, the the Resident Evil Five demo was bad, so I took like I wasn't. So here you know,
1: I haven't even said the thing yet. Basically, Re- Resident Evil Six apparently sucks. <laughs> it's the worst it's, game it's, ever, according to the internet. Um, it is getting terrible reviews. It is getting panned. What was the giant bomb thing? That it is the best worst made game
2: the, the most lavishly produced bad game ever or something yes like that. yeah um and the Probably
1: metacritic that. scores are all over the place for the game like it's ranging between like two out of ten and like eight out of ten the, the killer uh, for me was GameSpot when they gave it a what was a
3: 4.5 out of 10 because GameSpot yeah. usually rates things high yeah and that's when i was like oh this shit's serious because i read destructoid did when i ignored them because they're destructoid yeah um but i saw that when
1: i was like oh oh shit's getting real so, apparently the game is pretty bad. Anthony warned us about this last week, but I'm going to be honest. Sometimes Anthony just has knee jerks. So, I was just kind of like, whatever. <laughs> well, and, and, no, and like but I said, then I, I waited gonna... a couple of days, and I went back and, then you and played, played it again. again. When you played it again is when I got worried.
2: Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I, I was I was going to discount the demo no matter what. So it really yeah. had nothing to do with. Any- no, well, I actually right. can I can I just
0: in- point out that there was like a whole day a couple of weeks ago of emails like basically lambasting me for saying that I wasn't going to get yeah, it, it had, and being it the worst gamer suit ever. It
1: had nothing to do with this though. Yeah, that just had to do. Well, with I you know. I'm just traitor. saying I'm
2: that was just that was just pure pressure, like ramped up to uh you know an aggressive degree.
3: And see, there are things like when you play a demo, you can discount certain things, but when the actual control of the game feels bad and the shooting feels terrible. You can't ignore that. You know what I mean? Like, when I first played Resident Evil 4, the very first time I shot the gun, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is good. And it felt the
1: same way in Resident Evil 5 and 6. No. no, So we're basically having to eat a little bit of crow here because we've had... We need to go back and figure out how many minutes we've devoted to Resident Evil 6 (laughs) over the last um, year. Um, It has to have been almost a year that we've been devoting um, six minutes to RE6 at the beginning of every podcast and the game apparently sucks, and all of us have canceled our pre-orders except Jeff. Um, so Jeff will be the lone man playing it. It went from Gamer Sushi's, like, game of games to, like, being nothing. Um,
2: and I get to be the canary in the coal mine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Or the
1: canary. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> so it's, it was a very somber occasion for us. And we asked that you guys not ridicule us too greatly, but we we felt that we owed it to you to.
2: Own up to our... Yeah,
1: family. yeah. We just, we were wrong about this. <laughs> so, so
2: now, to be honest, if if I had been able to stop my pre-order in time, I might have. Yeah. Um, because by the time the really bad reviews were coming out, it had already shipped. Um, I think mine shipped on Sunday night, actually. My, so mine might have shipped on, have, like, Saturday. Damn you, Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like, it was, it was at the point where I, I was already, like, going to have to return it. Eddie is actually returning it. That... No, I got it in the
1: mail and I didn't open it and I'm sending it back because I'm like, nope, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not even gonna so, deal with
2: it. I actually wanted to check it out still, even at like I I didn't read. I would like to rent it at some point. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to I wanted to play it just to see because I w- I figured I would know pretty quickly if it was a a game that was going to drive me crazy, and so all I've played so far is I played the opening scene, which is a Leon scene, and then I've played part of his. Um, campaign, and and anybody who's read about the game knows that it has three campaigns to start out with to choose from, and then once you beat all three of those, there's a fourth campaign. Can you guys hear the cat? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that.
3: I thought that was Eddie's baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is
2: that is a cat howling in anger. Anyway, um, also upset about Resident Evil. Also upset about <laughs> Resident Evil Six. Uh, By
3: the way, just to interrupt real quick. January 25th, episode 38 was when he first started doing 6 minutes
2: of Resident oh, six
1: <laughs> Guys, I'm really sorry <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the gamer sushi listeners.
2: Uh, but yeah, so so I uh, I guess what I was saying was I I like what I've played of the Leon campaign so far. I mean, there are a lot of quick time events. I know i heard
1: of... Leon I've heard Leon's is the best.
2: Yeah, and that's what you guys were saying. So, it'll remain to be seen how I feel about it once I finish the Leon campaign and, and jump into one of the others but so far I don't see what everybody's flipping out about yet.
3: Don't you don't yeah. but like doesn't the the shooting just feel off compared to Resident Evil 5? I don't 4? think
2: I'm a good judge of shooting. I like whenever That's people That's probably true. I I mean no <laughs> seriously like I, I I'll fully No, no admit based to it. off what you've said in the past. No, I, I'll I'll fully admit to it. I don't think I like whenever people say that the sh- the shooting in a game is is you know, isn't very good. I'm just like I was able to shoot things. I mean, I think a game has to be truly bad, like Hydrophobia, maybe, for me to notice that the shooting is bad. Any anything that's like within a certain standard deviation, I'm willing to to flow with. Also, I don't play against human beings, so it doesn't matter if I miss. Here's, the here's one time you did, you
0: that... killed us across the map with a yeah, rocket. exactly. So that's <laughs> the thing. <laughs>
2: here's <what's laughs> Team the kill. One,
1: the one thing that is um that sounds pretty interesting about Resident Evil Six is that. You know how, like, Gears of War 3 has the um, the beast mode where you get to play as the enemies? Resident yes. Evil well, 6 has a mode where you can jump into other people's campaigns as the bad guys. And then you get killed and then you get to play as another bad guy. Which is something I've wanted to do since I was a little kid. So that's really awesome.
3: I actually did yeah. not
2: realize that. Like, how do yeah. you how do you get to do that, though? Do you have to beat all the kids? Probably candidates? in
3: the multiplayer section. Is there yeah. A, you have to, yeah.
0: You have to start an online game and turn on, on Agent Hunt to allow um, other people into your game. And I guess you can just choose to join. Agent Hunt in the main menu if you want to be an enemy.
2: Right. Okay. See I yeah, I turned off in six minutes, by the way. Yeah. Well Mm. I I basically wouldn't want to
1: do that on my first playthrough. Yeah. Hey, well if I still if I still
2: have it by the time you get around to renting it, we can check it out. But yeah, I'm probably gonna play through it and and trade it in, although it's already like worth half what it cost. So How much is Spec Ops
1: the Line? Maybe I'll get Spec Ops the Line, even though I wasn't
0: planning on buying it, but I'm like forty bucks. I, for forty bucks, I recommend playing Spec Ops: I finished that recently, and I had a really good time with it. I've heard that. I've
1: heard the story. i heard the gameplay is okay. I've heard the story is actually pretty impressive for a video game.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I've heard. It's an average first-person shooter with a pretty good story. Yeah, it's Their thirty-seven dollars. So I'm about to get a bunch of Amazon credit. Maybe I'll just get get that and XCOM.
0: Yeah, and, uh, it's worth it's worth playing it for the story for sure. The shooting is like. you could. It's pretty wait, standard.
3: You could wait a month and a half, and wait till the day after Thanksgiving when it's probably going to be on
1: sale. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just, I just mean, throwing it, that out there. It's already, you know. But yeah, that's true. I probably won't play it anytime soon. Yeah, but so Resident Evil Six, guys. That's a, uh, it's a bummer, man.
3: Well, so you I'm know, I'm sad about it.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you guys know if if your sadness is justified. Resident sadness. Resident sadness.
3: Sadcast. I'm uh, just going to buy Resident Evil Four. HD
1: on the PSN and just play that over and over again to s- salve my wounds. How did this happen, though? Here's my thing. How did this happen? Because Resident Evil 5 was... Resident Evil 4 is you know, I, I'd supposedly one of the best games of all time. I don't doubt it. I feel I like Resident Evil
2: 5 it. is the same basic mechanics as 4 with, with co-op and... Yeah, it much is. Better it, feels, it feels better much graphics. the same. Yeah.
3: And this feels like they're trying mm-hmm. to definitely do... Um, like uh, they're sure? trying to make it like a more of a an action type game, like an Uncharted or a Gears of War, but they yeah. fail at it very badly. So, Should so this? It's... Sorry, go Jeff.
2: I was gonna say, yeah, that's that. That's the impression I get that they're trying to make it more action oriented. I actually felt like they were trying to make it like a movie.
3: That's what I've heard too. Yeah, yeah I've only it, played it, the demo, so I can't speak to the cinematic quality, but I've heard that a lot. Yeah,
2: yeah well, yeah, because it, it, like in the, especially in the opening scene, you flow in and out of cutscenes very often, and all of the cutscenes have cook time events. So that's the thing. It's sort of like. That sounds it, annoying. Well, and the other thing is that you'll you'll like walk around a corner and, and suddenly it'll it'll do a special I forget what the term of it for it is but like you won't just be controlling the character around a corner it'll have a special animation, like mm-hmm. showing him look around the corner that's unique to the situation, and so it always, like it kind of feels like you're you're sort of pathing through a movie, um, like, occasionally controlling it while you're shooting and then you'll do a quick time event and there's a lot of quick-time events. I don't Let know, me, I, I think it's a combination of those two things, like trying to make it more action-oriented and trying to make it more cinematic.
3: Let me ask you guys this, because I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, game, all right. Lots of games try to broaden you know, their audience by making things more... I think you might more, ask the question I was about to ask a minute ago. <laughs> they, like, they, they try to make it more action-oriented like Final Fantasy even did this with Final Fantasy 13. They specifically looked at Call of Duty and tried to make a more action-oriented, linear thing to try and broaden their audience. This never works. Why would Capcom not look at all these people that have failed
1: and say, well, oh, we're going to do it and it's going to work? It's because they're Capcom. I, <laughs> yeah. I just feel like Capcom has like grown ridiculously inept at everything. I feel,
3: <laughs> I feel like they put in these things like, well, this Call of Duty does this and Dead Space does this But we don't know why they do it or how it works, but we're going to put it in our game because that's what people
1: apparently like. Yeah. I don't think people understand why something works, like what makes a thing good. Right. The the question I was going to ask is should this make us worry about a game like Dead Space that is trying to do this, Dead Space 3 that is trying to do the same action? Should it make us worry about that, or is it just written off as this is Capcom, they're stupid? I want to ask Mitch, too, because Mitch is a huge Dead Space guy. Yeah, and, I am, and I'm with yeah. him on this. I think that
3: this, I actually tweeted the other day, that unless Dead Space 3 completely shits the bed, it will now be the preeminent survival horror slash action franchise now. Um, I think it's now overtaken Resident Evil. So that's my take on it. Mitch, what do you think? I
0: think that I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on Japanese developers here, but I want to say <laughs> that because Visceral is a Western developer and Western developers have a lot more uh have used like third person action-based stuff a lot more and they're more familiar with it it won't come across as quite the failure that resident evil 6 kind of is just because that's more in like a western developer's wheelhouse than it is a japanese developers
3: and i do like that in dead space 3 you can choose to not play with the co-op guy and you can just do it completely alone um and he won't even be there so that that sort of makes me okay that makes that eases some doubts
1: he can't be oh. integral to the story at all, then. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Not even a little bit. He's a pretend person. Yep, he's got to be. It's Tyler Durden. The least surprising surprise. The funny is, is we're going to be wrong about this, and then we'll be surprised, and then we'll be like, oh! It turns out Isaac
3: <laughs>
0: Clarke was the fake person the whole
3: time. <laughs> he was, he, he's the future Chris Redfield, still
1: alive from the steroids. <laughs> nice. So the next he's thing we time wanted to, to do... So we're going to salute to Resident Evil 6 and bid with it a fond fingers. farewell. Watch it sail into the west. We're going <laughs> just...
0: to push it over the waterfall on a boat. Yeah. it filled it with arrows.
1: It has diminished, and it
3: will go into the west and remain See, glad. I was,
1: thinking more, I was thinking more like going on the ship to the It
3: doesn't deserve go? It. it doesn't deserve it. <laughs> maybe last game and the game before
0: that. Wait, maybe we need to bring Resident Evil 6 to Mordor and put it. In the cauldron from whence it was forced. One
3: does not simply walk Resident Evil 6 into Mordor. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I are are that. we done now? <laughs>
1: done. Jeff, you were going to say something?
2: I don't know. It's gone now after all that.
1: All right. So Mitch wanted to do, because of this and because Borderlands is out, Mitch wanted to update or give us an update on the over unders and how everyone has fared so
0: far into the fall. I know Indeed. I wrong. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with Borderlands 2. And what I did for that one is I took a look at the PC scores, so we're going to go with that. I said over under 85, the score Borderlands 2 currently holds is an 88. So that means Nick wins, because he guessed 88 exactly. But he's not here. He's not here, so that means Jeff wins with an 89.
3: (laughs) But since he likes Resident Evil 6...
0: That means Eddie wins with an eighty six. <laughs> Alright. I didn't say I didn't
1: say I didn't say
0: likes.
2: Oh, I Jeff said. should
1: lose because he went over. Isn't this like price is right? Jeff yeah. went over. This, this is me. All
2: right. so yeah, but you're Eddie two under. I'm six. one over. What did no, I say? No, but
1: price is right rules, Jeff.
0: Anthony, you said ninety, you highballed it. Anthony said one dollar, Anthony went. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so Nick Nick <laughs>
3: I just went to Metacritic to type in Borderlands and I almost typed in boner hands. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's game just let's move threads. on. Resident it's uh, Evil. the
3: 360 version is a 90 on Metacritic, so your mom.
0: Uh, yeah, but I said I was going with PC, and I made the rules, so it's your mom. So well, I'm, but I'm taking my moral victory. Continue your little game. <laughs> All right, so Resident Evil 6, I went with the PS3 score because it's a PlayStation franchise, and I felt like the the lineage needed to be upheld. Uh, currently holds a 77.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I
0: love it. In my head,
1: that's a terrible game, but it's really like that score it's like should a not be a terrible score.
0: So I said over under 80, and Jeff pushed, so technically he's closest with an 80.
2: Everybody else rated higher?
0: Yeah. Nick and Eddie went 82, and Anthony Man, went 83. We all had some high hopes for this game. <laughs> this is so sad,
2: guys. That, the, okay, it, okay is it fu- it's funny to me that I'm the one that thought I was going to get rated the lowest, and I'm the one that kept it. <laughs> yeah. Also, it, ha-
0: it currently has 66 on the Xbox 360, so I don't Jeez. know what the hell happened there. That, that doesn't even make sense to me. We're all losers when it comes to Resident Evil 6.
1: Well, I just mean that the Metacritic thing would be so different for the two systems because it's the same.
3: Mm. Well, there's like the Xbox official magazine, the PlayStation official magazine. Like they, you know, rate theirs exclusively, and so they only count those That's for dumb. the PlayStation or the. Well, Metacritic is dumb. That is correct. Very good. Yeah. All also, right. The MT
0: Framework Engine might just run better on PS3, so whatever outlet reviewed it on the 360 scored it lower. I think I you run better on PS3, Mitch. What do you I do that? actually. I take I take full use of however many cores they have. <laughs> all Just the cores, many cores? All cores, all the cores. It's got a point seven user score. Hyper threading. I do that. I hyper thread. <laughs> I've been known to.
2: You're hyper threading right now, aren't you?
0: <laughs> Don't tell them.
1: Don't <laughs> ball so hard. Um, speaking of hyper threading, this is not a transition that is going to work. But, I guess in other video game news. It would have made more sense for me to transition to to boner hands right now, but I'm just going to talk about. Oh my god! uh, Kill it already! Um, (laughs) (laughs) So another video news um, that happened kind of in the last week or two. This week, uh, Cliff Blizinski, dude, huge, dude, huge, is leaving Epic. He's the designer of Gears of War, Bullet Storm, or did he not do Bullet Storm? He I think, helped out with it. Okay, so but definitely Gears of War, like Jazz Jackrabbit. And so he left Epic, and then a couple of weeks ago, uh, the BioWare founders left BioWare. Um, So we were going to talk about that a little bit, because that's actually some pretty crazy news um, for both sets of people. Um, And I think all of them are leaving the video game industry completely, or at least Cliffy B said that he's not sure. But it's crazy to me for them to go from, especially for him, for those well, other I know two one guys. The they were starting to come company. back eventually, probably. But yeah. yeah, the other one is definitely gone. And so it's pretty wild that that they're all stepping away from the industry. You know, um, I feel I feel like it's pretty huge. Um, part of me wonders, and this is yeah. Part of me wonders, and this is like conspiracy, Eddie talking. But just the idea of like, are they unhappy with the state of the industry? Do they not like where it's going? And it just has lost
0: the luster that it once had you
1: know um but anyway i just thought we'd talk about that for a little bit i
3: mean
0: well it's they've... been like five years since bioware was bought out by ea so, so they probably t- had a f-
3: five year contract yeah
0: yeah and they can just get out and go especially at seeing what ea has done to all the studios its own i don't want to be the guy that's like ea is totally evil but they're kind of totally evil when it comes <laughs> to that stuff
3: also um didn't they move down to wherever the um wherever the development of the Old Republic was, they, like, basically moved down there, t- you know, temporarily, but really for, like, a year away from their families and everything to oversee all that because it was going so crazily. And I feel like that probably dampened their enthusiasm for, you know, the video game industry. Um, that's what I've heard. So that's my
1: thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's pretty crazy because we don't... There's not really that many um, named... <sighs> Yeah, there's 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 like kind of a handful of guys that you think about with with the Bioware guys. You don't really think of them so much as like developers that oversee something, but they still there's something about like the spirit of those two guys at Bioware. And Bioware, for a lot of people, has been changing anyway in the last few years. And this makes me wonder: is like that it for Bioware? Like not that feel, they're going to make not that they're going to make bad games. They're gonna make, but that it's just going to be not the same now. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, um, from here on
3: out. Like we've talked about, they've spread the Bioware name to so many different companies. Like there's seven of them. There's Edmonton, Austin, Mythic, Victory, Montreal, Ireland, San Francisco. Uh, it it doesn't mean anything anymore to anybody. You know, you'd see it used to be like Square Enix during the Super Nintendo era, or SquareSoft. You'd see that you're like, I know this is a good game, this is quality. You'd see Bioware, you know that's good game is quality. And now, people start to doubt it because they didn't like Dragon Age 2, or they thought Mass Effect 3 ending was bad or the old Republic was, you know, eh. so now people just, and now what I think one of the Bioware studios is doing a command and conquer game. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think people are just like, they don't, they don't trust the brand anymore.
2: I mean, what the, the next big one other than that is uh, dragon age three. Yeah. Um, Right. Which they're like, tell us what you want and we'll make it.
1: (laughs) They sound like they're being so like kind of reactionary and different and like, um, playing not to lose, you know? Yeah, they, they were being, like, so, like, hey, guys, like, because that one, the
3: the press release of that one guy who was working on the game, like, he, like, just listed all of his, like, D&D bonafides to be, like, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna work through this together, and it was, like, treating it like this, like, tender thing that's gonna break. It was really strange.
2: I, I kind of feel like the only way they, they can uh, redeem themselves as a brand is if somehow they come up with a new IP, but that's not very likely. It seems like they're going to yeah. be Dragon Age three, and then how Mass much do we want? Yeah, I mean, no, how much... they already
0: kind of teased it. there was they're working on a new Mass Effect game already. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I still, I, I'm curious to see where they can take the franchise since three wraps things up pretty definitively. I'm sure they can figure out a way to to get around that. But well, they'll
3: just tell other stories in the universe. Um, yeah, but still, I mean, Shepard centric.
2: Yeah. No, but th- that's the thing, like, what time period or, you know, what setting? That's That becomes the question. Yeah. So.
3: Well, that, that 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 could be fun. It could make for a lot of originality. And, I mean, if if done correctly, it, it could be sort of an exciting thing to really, mm-hmm. you know, experiment with, whatever. Yeah,
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to write I'm going to get um, the next Mass Effect game. That oh, I will, too. Comes yeah. out, unless it... Unless, Unless it turns it's Risen out to be Risen. six, yeah, <laughs> but but I, I mean I kind of feel like I like that's the
3: go-to game now. <laughs> for... Yeah,
2: but I mean that that's the thing, like brand-wise, you know, new IP would probably be the only way that they could convince people or Jade Empire 2. No, I I mean well, I never played Jade Empire one, so mm-hmm. I
3: wouldn't. I love Jade Empire. I know you did, Eddie. That was for you. I didn't
0: really care for it that much, but I knew you'd liked it, so I threw that in there. I really enjoyed it. Well, just did you guys, old, Did old... you guys see the article that was getting bounced around a while back that said that they? Left apparently because of a negative fan reaction to Mass Effect Three in the Old Republic. That, really? Yeah, I, I, that was. I mean, that was. I doubt you know, that. But... Well, yeah, it was like some interview that Now Gamer had with a guy who used to work at Bioware, saying that yeah. like the last time he met them, the founders seemed like really like burnt out over the negative fan reaction of Mass Effect Three in the Old Republic, and they were mm. thinking of quitting because of it. Let's be honest, the internet did kind of take a huge dump on both those games. Yeah. And remember well, I remember mean, only 43% of people actually finished Mass Effect 3. Diggs. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's interesting, like, um, like BioWare games used to have a certain feel that they haven't had since, I guess, Mass Effect or Dragon Age, the first ones. Because um, as much as I love Mass Effect 2, like, it didn't feel like old school BioWare. No. Because you know? they, they, they all had a certain feel to them, and Jade Empire is one that had just, like, that, that feel, something about it that was, like, playing... A PC game on a console that I really enjoyed. Um, in that vein, but um, I guess we should probably talk about Cliffy B just a little bit before we move on. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's a huge loss for the industry. It's just surprising just because he's one of like the big faces, you know. Um, I mean, he made Gears, which it's influenced a lot of stuff, but he hasn't had his name on a bunch of different franchises, you know. No, he's made um, this, I mean, he's, like, I saw somebody on some message board say that
3: making the same game three times in a row would burn anyone out.
1: Yeah. So, uh,
3: but, but It's I am also, so, like,
2: a genre-defining game, so I think... He, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> But, yeah, it's just crazy that someone that's, like, young and, like, talented and, like, really in love with video games that would step out of the industry completely.
0: Well, he's Um, been in the industry for, like, 20 years. Yeah,
1: he's been there for a long time. Um, But
2: he's still young, you know?
0: Yeah, maybe he's just got enough money to build up where he can just, like, take a few years off and just, like, go go and
3: refresh, recharge, or whatever. Snow
2: sled down mountains of cocaine.
3: (laughs) Sure, sure. It would make so much sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That actually explains a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of like who would be more like I, it was more that I was shocked that he left. You know what I mean? Like not like, oh my gosh, this is a blow to everything. You know, like. Yeah. Just like, whoa, uh, that guy's like, quitting. Like if Miyamoto left Nintendo, I'd be like, okay, he's old. You know, Okay, he's 37. Yeah.
2: Kojima teases retirement
3: life? after every single game. You know, he's like, I'm retired. I'm never making another Metal Gear. And then they're like, we need you to make another Metal Gear because that's the only thing we have in this company. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay.
1: So I mean, but I'm yeah, there's to no think one of else. Other that... guys that would be like a big blow to the industry because even those two guys. Ken Levine. Yeah, maybe Ken Levine. Um, I mean, if Gabe Newell, yeah, if Gabe Newell, yeah, Gabe, that's yeah, that would... be, <laughs> You know, if he was like, oh uh, eh, no, this. I would
3: say, uh, who's the epic Mickey guy? Phil Spector? No, not, not Phil Spector. Um, Warren Spector. Warren Spector, thank you. That Phil Spector is that crazy guy, the producer. Um, yeah, Warren Spector, but since he's only making epic Mickey games now, he's kind
1: of a non-factor.
0: Here's <laughs> Sid Meier, Will Wright,
1: well, yeah, all these people that we're naming are like old people, except Cliff Wazinski, and even he wasn't like an auteur, like a guy that you would consider like an auteur. Like he was kind of a producer, you know. Um, are we past the time of that in video games? Like, can you think of any that weren't making games like 10 to 15 years ago that aren't, like, indie developers?
3: No. 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 Not yeah, really. I mean, like, there's some
1: developers so who's named Sort of past that time, like, now that we've hit this... Yeah, I kind mean, of I, when I think a.
2: A, auteurs, I think, like, dude that made Braid or... Yep, it's all in... The company that made Fez or... Phil Fish or
0: Notch or... Yeah. Or not that Notch. I just call Notch an auteur, but he does whatever he wants, so... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah like, I, I mean, David what... Jaffe's name pops up, but he even... He's, he's just
3: making like iPhone. Yeah, exactly,
0: like...
2: I yeah, kinda, really... Honestly, I kind of feel like auteur is is a questionable concept in the first place because everything is a collaboration. Yeah,
1: but, but... you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. one guy that like uh, everything unites under a vision. Like one guy, right, right, that like heavily influences the way a game goes. I part of me just thinks that we're past that in AAA games and now like it won't ever be there. Like it has been.
2: It's probably too expensive.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's like some of the younger like
3: uh, like the. I don't know actually how young he is, but you know, Suda, the guy who made like killer
1: seven. Um, I think I want to say he's part, he's got to be part of an old, I th- well, there's an old guard, which is like the, yeah. the Tim he's and Lil 44. Bites, and yeah. then there's like a, another guard that's like the cliff Blazinski's <laughs> and David Jaffe and like him, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Pete, there's like, you know what I mean? Like there's like another age group that started making games maybe 10, 15, 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, I think, um, and then you have all the guys who are making games in, like, the 80s and early 90s. So, part of me is kind of sad that we're maybe past that. I mean, it's, you know, I hesitate it might, to... It might I, I feel pop, the same way as you Joe, again, but, you know.
3: You know, what, what I would like to see, um, and not with everybody, obviously, but, you know, some of these independent video game developers, um, I'd like to see them, like, you know, uh, a a studio like come to them and say hey we're gonna give you a bunch of money why don't you make whatever you want you know what I mean like 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 the way an independent director then goes to a big studio and he can you know like make whatever kind of movie he wants with a big budget because he's proven he can do it you know like by himself Bullen getting a Batman yeah like Chris Christopher Nolan and everything what, I would like to see that with some of these independent guys I mean I'm not necessarily go out and make a first person shooter but I bet they could do some really incredible stuff with a bigger budget well, it wouldn't be I the be way. Fun. It, wouldn't
1: be, it wouldn't be the way you illustrated it. It would have to be the indie guys going to a big publisher or a big Yeah. saying, "Here's our concept." You know what I mean? Like cuz that's the way it works yeah. at least in the movie industry when like a like a, a lesser-known director says, "Hey, like I think Christopher Nolan went after Batman, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. And he also like proved himself first. Yes.
1: Yes. That's another
3: thing.
2: But, well, but said, I mean if
3: they have like, you know, if if like, "Oh, we got our eye on this guy. Let's get him under contract." You know, they they do Things like that too, but yeah, you're right. It'll probably be like, I'm gonna pitch you this and hopefully you'll like it and give me money.
1: Yeah, so I, I can't see a lot of them ever doing that. No, <laughs> exactly. It does what we call a sellout, sell exactly, a sellout, <laughs> <laughs> even though people do it in the movie and like Sam Raimi, you know, getting Spider Man after years of making you know, see, I always like
3: my personal uh definition of a sellout is someone who then changes what they're doing in order yeah. to be more successful. Just because you do it to a wider audience doesn't necessarily. As long as you're doing the same thing you've always been doing, that's not a sellout. But what do I know? It I
2: sounds, don't think there is such a thing like as, sell as a out, sellout. Talk to me. I, 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 I don't think I don't think selling out is a thing. I think it's you know it's ridiculous to to. to I never ding. call
1: anyone sell out in my life. <laughs> Remember that's when cool. people called us sellouts because we had ads on Web Zeroes? Yes,
2: I I think it's ridiculous to accuse people of doing the wrong thing because they want to make money doing the thing they love. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: That was our thing. It was like our only way to get, you know, to keep making things at all. I'm I'm about to get real. I should
0: stop. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, you guys, I did not we'll enjoy talk. Web Zeros after you signed with revision three and put ads in your shows, and honestly I thought it affected your artistic creativity and I didn't enjoy the series after that.
2: I will now kick kick Mitch from the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, at least I watch Web Zeros. <laughs>
1: What was the thing that I that I told you guys about on Twitter? Um, it was uh, someone tweeted like, uh, is there any cartoon movie or video game that you didn't love from your childhood, you internet piece of shit? Yeah. <laughs>
2: and the answer is no.
3: I didn't like Captain Planet.
2: <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. I hated it. You watched it. These
3: I hate terrible. it. Nope. Nope. I liked James Bond Jr. I talked about that on Twitter today, like an internet piece of shit.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, we should probably move on to boner hands. Borderlands. <laughs> I seriously like type that into a search box. You got to stop calling it that. <laughs> I know. Uh, you probably, I don't want to know about the pictures you get if you type
2: that
0: into Yeah, it. yeah. I turn safe search on if you're googling for boner hands, kids. No, I was on Metacritic. <laughs> yeah. I
2: Wait, is that it. like Edward Scissorhands, but not? <laughs> It's just too mean. No search results <laughs> found.
0: Careful, we're going to get in trouble from the Dick Wolf people if we keep going this route.
1: <laughs> no, um, um, so Borderlands 2 um, is a lot of fun. I I wish Nick was here because I think Nick loves the game more than
0: any of us do. Yeah, uh, he's he's really hyped on it.
1: Well, well, also, he never played the first one, yeah. so he's jumping into a game that's re- that's been made way better than the first one yeah, has. Yeah, he's got the second iteration of it, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I actually think that's the ideal situation to jump into that. Like, if you never played the first one, but you heard people like, talking about it, play like, the jump into
1: Uncharted one. Two.
3: Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh my god! Like. Not that
1: Borderlands Two is as good. It's as A revelation. revelation. But yeah, I think, I
2: think Borderlands Two is a really well done refinement of everything yes. I liked about the first one. Um,
1: what it still I mean, some of the same issues. Oh the yeah, yeah. The first one. Um, the 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 quest structure. Like, there was the one quest that me and Nick were doing. It took us like an hour and a half. Not that long. I'm exaggerating. It took us like probably 45 minutes, though, where we had to – it was the fire people that right. that were worshipping um, the fire chick. Right. And I'm not going to talk about this forever, but as long as it took to do the quest. But we had to take one dude from her all the way back through the boss fight on top of the ship, and we had to take the guy all the way to there. And it took us like
0: 45 minutes. Yeah, and I was like, really? I, I did that really? quest.
2: I was not expecting it to be a, a rehab yeah. like it literally is. You I have thought we to- could fast travel there?
0: Nope. But, you still have to run across the entire opening area and, to and get And it would other be ship. one
1: thing too if it was like like enemies that gave you some experience. You're like, okay, this may be worth it. But they're worth like nothing, and it just you had to fight through all of them all the way to get there. Yeah. And that that really that really turned me off um, to doing some of the other quests because I was like, well, this is going to give us experience, and it could take us forty five minutes, you know. Um, so me and Nick have been arguing about what quest to do because I'm like, I don't want to do it if it's trivial because we might run around because that was a <laughs> trivial quest at that point. Like it yeah. barely gave us any experience.
2: That is one nice thing about it though is that it um, calls out what is a story quest and what's an optional quest and it also yeah. lets you know how much experience you're going to get for it. Yeah, that so, is nice. I mean, I've been doing everything at normal level so I don't think I'm too leveled up. I, I think Probably that's the problem is that you guys were playing together
1: yeah, and, and we were both uh, level 14s when we were doing that uh, quest okay. so yeah uh, I, re- I, I love the game though it's the I feel like the the loot drops are like ridiculous <laughs> like like <laughs> where's Diablo I felt like you could hardly ever find anything like really really awesome I feel like in Borderlands 2 you're almost finding too many awesome things which is a good complaint to have but it it ends in a lot of inventory like oh my god let me let, all the arrows like you're checking for all the up arrows yeah but I think you're right, Jeff. I think it's a very good refinement of what the last game was. And what Nick always says when he's playing it, like he just goes nuts over it. But Nick always says, this is a game for gamers. Like it has all these references for gamers. It has some great design touches for gamers. Like the fact that you can X and star loot for what you want to sell and what you want to keep. Oh, I love great. that. No, that such is such a great is, thing.
2: That's so much nicer than the last one.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Like such an easy way to keep track of everything you want to keep or sell. And And the the trick with the loot uh, is
2: that you want to sell like ninety five percent of what you (laughs) got. Yeah,
1: So, but Mitch, you've already
2: beaten it.
0: Yeah, I've beaten it. I'm like, I think I'm like almost halfway through New Game Plus, and I kind of stopped because a bunch of other stuff was coming out. But I, I I really like you played a lot. Yeah. Well. (laughs) You know, recently I've had some uh, some free time, so I was able to play it for like 35 hours or something. <laughs> um, In like yeah. five days. <laughs> I, I had a lot of free time, so I was able to spend a lot of time on it. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I really like the game. Um, I, I went and played through it with a friend of mine, uh, which caused Eddie and Nick no shortage of hates because I wasn't playing with them. But I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, I've got a few complaints uh, like, the really MMO nature of the quest and the fact that the game never, ever shuts up. The game is always talking to you, and I find that super annoying. You guys probably don't care, but that's just yeah. me. But,
2: See, I thought it was kind of cool that they actually tried to to provide more background about some of the characters.
0: Yeah, I, and I also like that they tried to contextualize the first game's story more, because right. the first game's story was pretty non-existent. Yeah, that, but that's But the fact the that thing. they actually went in and added depth to it, I really appreciated that.
2: Yeah, that, it's actually like retroactively making the first one a better game.
0: Almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I also love the bad guy. He's pretty great. Yeah.
1: Handsome Jack, Handsome is great. Jack I like him a lot. It's hilarious. The game itself is very funny. Um,
0: and even yeah, when I... it dips into like super serial mode, it still manages to like pull it off when it gets like all serious. Oh yeah. You guys aren't there yet. No. Yeah, no. I haven't okay, played they...
1: with more than three people. I would love to play with four people. Cause I remember the first game got like exponentially more fun for every person you added to it. Um, and we've, the max we played with is three people. Um, and I've got to do a little call-out to Bean slash Assassin slash whatever he's calling himself on the site these
0: days. He's like the Michael Jackson of Gamer Sushi. No, not Michael Jackson, P. Diddy.
1: Whoa, that's different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's
2: different. He's like the P. Diddy where of do, Gamer Sushi. What do they teach you about music in Canada? Justin Bieber? Stop, I'm trying to say it again so I can cut it out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, he, he, me, and, me and Nick play with him, and I'm just going to say, without getting too real here, Dude is a loot monger. I won't lie. Oh, shots fired. I know. <laughs> me, and, me and Nick were playing, and like we like loot would fall out of a boss and he would run up and just grab all of it. Like it was like me and Nick had been very calm, saying, like, hey, what do you need, dude? Do you need this? Do you need this? And then as soon as Drell jumps in our game, loot flies everywhere, and it's just like and then he would take everything. And then Nick's like, what the hell? And then so the next boss, Nick's like, Well, I'm getting it, I'm getting it. And he just <laughs> runs up, and then I'm running up too, and all of us turn into loot whores because drill couldn't control his e-button that's what happens man
0: that's what happens when you got one loot whore then everyone becomes a loot whore we haven't it's played with him since. Yeah.
1: not because of that uh he just hasn't been on when we've been playing <laughs> I <laughs> I i've been, been playing, playing less from somebody who you only use as team
3: fortress 2 on hero academy just saying oh, no.
0: i've been playing zero with uh eddie and nick and i've been enjoying it a lot but i like the commando as a class he's way better than the soldier from the first game eddie you've been playing the commando too all right no the soldier Oh, no, the commando isn't two. The soldier's no, in no, one.
2: No, the soldier. The, Are the you
0: soldier. trolling me right now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's just so confused he's trolling himself.
0: <laughs> in Borderlands 2, the class you're playing is the commando. Oh, it's the soldier. God damn it, never mind. <laughs> he's got the turret. Yeah, he's got the turret. He's a commando. the commando. He's got turrets? I'm about to get some Tourettes up in this motherfucker. He doesn't wise up. <laughs> Mitch has Tourettes. So I'm playing. I'm playing as I do the- have I'm
2: playing the Siren again, uh, and I have a Siren and a Gunzerker.
0: Gunzerker seems pretty cool. That was one of Nick's characters, and then he switched and started doing the Siren. See, so. the Gunzerker seems like you have to have a lot of like high-level gear for it to be useful because you do wield guns. So if you have like two crappy pistols, it doesn't seem like it's worth it.
2: Yeah, although it is, uh, you do get health regeneration pretty early on. So that is is handy. Like, whenever you go into the Gunzerker mode, you you regain health, mm-hmm. um, which takes a little bit more leveling in the Siren class, and I don't know about the other classes, but I mean, because in the first one, that was something that I really, like, honestly, probably over-relied on with the Siren. I would just go into Phase Walk and regain all my health and get out of the way. So, I mean, I know a, a lot of people thought the Siren in the first game was kind of overpowered because of, of that, but...
0: Well, the thing about the first game is there's a lot of ways you could, like, break the classes once you got high enough in their trees to basically be invincible. Mm. Like, it was super easy to break them, but in Borderlands 2, they actually did a lot of work to kind of, like, rebalance the classes and make them more even. Although, once you get to the point where you can have rocket pods and dual turrets firing slag bullets on your sentry gun, uh, you really don't need to shoot anymore. You can kind of just throw that guy out and just stand back and watch him work. Mm. It's it's really awesome. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a it's an awesome game. I want to play it more. Um,
0: yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, review forthcoming. Probably gonna give it a B. I'd say solid B game. <laughs> Whoa, spoilers. Yeah. Well, I hope the review will be out by the time I edit and put this podcast up. So
1: nice. Okay, so since I keep almost calling a boner hands now, just to <laughs> <have it. laughs> there S- there since boner
0: farts has been out, I'm gonna go to dance. like GameStop and be like, I'd like to trade in a uh, boner hands,
2: and they they back away from you slowly. <laughs>
0: And then you reach slowly into your pocket.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> so now that that's oh, no, out,
1: man. and Resident Evil Six is out, and XCOM is out, which is a game that wasn't even on my radar until What's the last say? like couple of weeks. Um, what would you guys say is your most anticipated game left well, coming out? Okay, so and it doesn't—it doesn't even have to be this year, but like on the horizon. I'll just open it up. Like on the horizon. Like, what is your most anticipated game? So
2: I didn't realize this was coming out next week. But uh, uh, Dishonored is out next week. I was excited about that for a while. I don't know if I am anymore though.
1: I know Anthony and Mitch both just shunned it on their fun or shun. Yeah, I saw that. Shunned yeah. the yeah. shit we out of that. We
0: double shunned it. Yeah, we tag right. team shunned it. We did like right. a, we did a full right. screen combo. We we my we, hope... did,
3: we ran a sun
1: train on that one. <laughs> my hope is that it's like <laughs> um, that was pretty good. My my hope is that it's like. Deus Ex, where you know, what I mean, like, like yeah, I didn't that's... really know what to think of it, and then it turned out being great. You know, um, that's my hope. You shun um, Deus Ex, by the way. Yeah, last exactly. Year. Um, so I'm hoping <laughs> that that's the case. So I'm just, I'm gonna wait, kind of see what it's like. My, my worry is that it's gonna feel like the worst parts of Bioshock and the worst parts of like, like New Vegas and the worst parts. Of, you know what I mean? Like
0: the worst parts of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, the like it's to be like a portal Mirror,
1: of Mirror's Edge, and you I mean like that's what my, my worry is that it's gonna. Because I got that impression. Like I watched one of the game. I've only watched one gameplay video, but it was like a ten minute one. Uh, it was the one I posted about where they did like the se- the section one stealth and one action. Um, and I just was like, I don't know, like just something about what. Like I love the design of the game. It looks like the the HUD's very cool. It looks like the. Um, the way everything works is really awesome. Like the art design is great, but it's just something about the way the mission actually played out, where I was like, I feel like I just get tired of that. But I could be wrong. Could be. What about Assassin's Creed Three?
2: That that's also out this month. It's out at the end of the month.
1: That that is super high on my radar right now. Partly because I haven't watched anything, and I'm starting to get excited. Like today, this is how excited I think I am about this game. Kotaku posted. <laughs> yeah. Kotaku posted a picture. I didn't look at the article, but the picture was like, here's the first look of De- at Desmond in Assassin's Creed 3. And I was like, ooh, Desmond. And then I was like, what? Why
3: I was do like, I oh, care? Desmond.
1: <laughs> and then I was like, why do I care? But I really wanted to look at it. And That's how like,
3: deprived you are of information. Yeah, I was like, like, Desmond.
2: Man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, But I, break me off a piece of that. I feel like it's it's a toss-up right now for that for me between that and Halo 4. I think Halo yeah, 4 I was saying, I was thinking Halo is –
3: I'm, I'm really excited about Halo 4. It, I'm, I'm – other things I'm going to wait for for Christmas or, or even next year, but the game I will buy on day 1 is Halo 4.
0: Spartan Ops, baby. That's
1: right. i just going to be pretty cool. I'm really excited about that. I just think it's going to be fun X. playing with
3: playing with my boys, you know, the multiplayer and we will have the co-op where we can do the campaign.
0: It's going to be we're going to have a lot of fun. You sound like you're getting a little misty there with anticipation. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Reach up. was so fun. That I wish I could so take a fun. day. I wish I could take a day off for Halo 4 like I did for Reach, but I don't have any days off left. Uh oh, I might. I might. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about that, uh, Eddie, what do you think about that mech screenshot that they released recently? Because I know you're kind of iffy about that. Yeah, the mech thing does not look like Halo to me, but
1: I'm willing to give it a shake.
3: Because it's a new Halo. It's going to be all new. It's on a new planet. It's five years later. The Forerunners. The Prometheans. I can't wait to kill some Prometheans because
1: I didn't like Prometheus. Some of, the, that some makes of those, sense. Some of those enemies totally don't look very Halo to me either like some of the guys you're fighting, I'm like, just some of the combat doesn't look very, and I get it, you want to change some stuff, but I'm like, I couldn't tell a lot of
3: differentiation between some of them. Like, maybe when I'm seeing the behaviors and they're in motion or whatever, but that that gallery I posted, like, I was just like, I can't see the difference between a knight and a knight commander and a knight, so the Night's watch or whatever, I, you know, there was all like these just, weird it's names. Is
1: so hard to just let me fight some Covenant? Like, just add some new species to them. Because that's part of the whole Covenant's deal, right? That they're constantly getting new species. So just add some new species. They I said there like are Covenants throughout the a game. Lot. I did read that. That's good. I just like fighting yeah. Elites so much.
3: You'll come across them and they'll be fighting the Prometheans at the same time. It'll be like three-way battles and everything.
1: God, I hope so. there's no Flood.
0: No, there's They're, no Flood. They've already confirmed there's no Flood. There's
3: no Flood. Yeah, because the Prometheans, their weapons are all designed to kill the Flood, so... Yeah, and also all...
0: you wiped out the Flood at the end of Halo yeah. 3 when you blew up the Ark with the Gravemind on it. The only, or the only way the Flood appears... Oh, look appear, who's going deep with the lore. Well, you know, I know a bunch of useless crap about all sorts of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about to Halos. Yeah, about to Halos. The only way Flood appears is like the... the uh, contamination multiplayer mode which is like infection from the old halos where the zombies are flood infected spartan fours that's the only way the flood appears in halo 4 all
3: right i'm going to um real quickly i'm going to name some other games you guys tell me if you're excited about them because this will be fun playstation all-stars battle royale
1: y- yes ish
3: yes i knew <laughs> ish. you would
1: yeah like it's, uh, when nice. is that coming out uh november 20th <laughs> Oh, I'll look into it. But that's the yeah. thing. That's one of those where, like, if 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 the, the reviews, reviews yeah, are not even like great, like if they're decently positive, I might just jump on it. I did read today that
3: Ken Levine wrote the stuff for um the big uh the little sister and the big daddy that uh-huh. are gonna be in the game. Like he wrote the, like their little scenes or script or whatever.
2: Interesting. That's uh,
3: obviously the Last of Us. We're all excited about. Wait, wait, uh, when is that coming out? That's next year.
0: next year. Uh, next year. Is anyone gonna
3: get Hitman Absolution?
0: No. Nope no nope. need for speed most wanted nope. yeah, I, that, that looks really fun actually that does I look really fun the only
3: thing is about that game i need to see how different it is from burnout paradise mm. uh, cuz if it's kind of the same i still i actually have that on my like the digital version yeah. on my ps3 so if it's Probably kind of it. yeah. yeah but i want to play it but yeah yeah if it's like that and i'm pretty excited about um i think it comes out in january um nino kuni yes. oh my gosh yeah, i forgot absolutely. about that game that yes. looks so good yes i'm very very excited about that
1: because oh, level five, man. they they don't make bad yeah. games. Well, I still remember Dragon Quest Eight was so oh. good. Oh, yeah. so good! And No Kuni reminds me of that. Yeah, I even like the two Dark Cloud games
3: they made. Um, and they they do a good job, and that they they do that cell shedding thing like just so well, and it just oh, it looks great. You just instantly like oh, that's it's instantly like timeless to me.
1: Yeah, So City. Uh, SimCity I want real bad. Oh my yeah. God! Yes. I watched all 10 minutes of that uh, thing video you posted today. It's such a it's such a cool cuz it's the same game but it's just a nice update to it. You know what I mean? Like it just looks like it looks different but it looks I don't even know how to describe it. You know what I mean it's like it's, it's just a really solid update to like bring it into this generation, I feel it like. Looks so easy to
3: make like things. I was watching as he made like roads and uh, and stuff like that. And it was just like it just looks so simple. Yeah. So, and I think the last SimCity i played like really got into was the super nintendo version so <laughs> i'm really excited about this so yeah. Other than that, let me
0: see there's devil may cry the reboot yeah
3: yeah,
0: yeah. metal gear um, rising revengeance or nope. revengeance rising not at all boner hands rising <laughs> possibly yeah, but, we play <laughs> that,
2: that's another
3: wait for reviews thing but i that's a platinum game and i didn't like bayonetta and i didn't like vanquish I only played the demos of them, but I didn't care for them enough to venture further than that. So, you know. And plus, it's the, it looks so not like Metal Gear, and now that I'm a full-fledged Metal Gear fanboy. <laughs> uh, whatever. One of us. Yes,
1: exactly. One of Dude, us. Dude, we, we need to, to have you talk about Metal Gear Solid 3 at some point. Probably not tonight, because we need to wrap it up soon. But fighting boss at the end of the game is one of my favorite video game moments. Yes. Yes. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah, that that fight in the middle of the field is yeah, just—it's just, such a great, beautiful. great, great, like final boss fight.
3: Yeah, it's just simple, and know? everything it's,
1: leading you know, like, up to it is a blast too. Like when you're driving on the motorcycle and the stuff chasing you was so much fun. When I played it the first time, oh, the the crazy because no one had done anything the like that really
3: in, the, in play with the the pistols going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it was it was crazy. I like how he kept all of the crazy exposition and everything until the very end of the game. Yeah. And then he just like went nuts on it and I'm like,
1: "Oh, he'd been holding this in the entire time." <laughs> <laughs> the the I I think I can confidently say I still have not played a final boss like that since that game came out. Yeah, cuz you know, usually the final bosses they they throw in some new mechanic that's kind of stupid. This was awkward. it was a very simple boss fight. It was difficult, but it was simple. There was actually it was actually kind of an emotional scene too. You mean like it just I was just like, man, this is, a, this is a really well, it's probably one of the most well-done final boss fights I've ever played in a game and that, the most satisfying one I finally, because it took me a while to beat it. That whole game is such a,
3: there, look, there's a pattern I've been noticing because I've been playing, you know, like the Jack Collections and the Sly Cooper Collections as well this past year. There's this pattern I've been noticing with, you know, there's the first game and it's successful and the sequel is like bloated and tries to do way too much and it's too long. And then the third game kind of reins it back in and is, like, the perfect version of, you know, the series. Mm-hmm. And it, I, it's that way with, like, the first Sly Cooper game is, like, seven hours. The second one is, like, 20. <laughs> and the third game is, like, 10.
1: You know, like, they... That's I want to say the to Jack and Dexter games did that, too, where the yes. where number two was the best one. Um, I barely played any of three, and I just couldn't get into it, but I really liked two, from what I remember. I uh, I only played a little bit of two, and I haven't got into it yet after I believe...
3: Slide two, which I'm currently on, I'll beat it this weekend. Uh, then I'm gonna jump into Jack two. Um, so we'll see what my verdict on that will be. But that's just—it's what I've noticed. It's like they—they they go crazy on the sequel, and then they rein it in on the third, and that usually is the best one. Mitch, are you gonna get Medal of Honor Warfighter?
0: Uh, no, I'm not. Because I, I bought the, the last one, it. and it bit me in the ass. So <laughs> probably hold out. I just love that they called it Warfighter. That's actually a real term. I know, but I know. I'm just waiting for like gun
1: shooter, knife nice. snapper. All right. Well, I think that Game is player. it, unless Jeff, you Podcast have anything roller. to add about uh, anticipated games?
2: I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to Black Ops 2, but I'm just going to rent it. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, Black yeah, Ops you know seems like it's
1: doing some cool stuff. Yeah.
3: Unfortunately, just when I think I'm out, pull me back in.
2: <laughs> pull me back in. Yeah. No, I just I just want to play the the single player because I actually really enjoyed. I think my my two favorite Call of Duty games that I've played are. Um, Modern, Modern Warfare One and Black Ops. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, those
3: those are probably the two best ones. Um, you know, I agree with that. Yeah, I really like the co- the multiplayer in Black Ops. Uh, I hope
1: they've changed some of the Call of Dutiness of the campaign. the the move the advancing past invisible spawn lines. I'm like, just just stop it. Just change it. And they've done a lot better with that in the last love two games. The campaign. I haven't yeah. noticed it being as bad the last couple games. There were a couple of moments in the last one where I was like, this is ridiculous. Where it really stands out, but they have gotten better at it. Jeff, are you going to get Halo 4 and play with us?
2: No, he won't. Probably not. I don't know. We'll see. You're off the podcast.
1: After the Resident Evil 6 debacle, where he was the only one that bought it. I don't blame him.
2: <sighs> where I'm the only one that bought <laughs> Resident Evil 6, and I bought Borderlands 2 on 360 because I don't have a gaming PC. And...
3: Oh, yeah, because everybody went lead yeah, on but,
0: you. Yeah, but we're kind of we're stuck with the 360 for Halo 4, so, you know, it's yeah. a safe bet.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That that's the thing. Like I, I played through all of Reach, and that was decent. Um, but I have never really been that drawn into Halo games. Like I said it the last time, and you guys hissed and, and booed at me. But
1: his his
2: boo bo- yeah. boo. I don't know. I don't think it's my franchise, guys. I'm sorry.
3: That's fine. I'm not a big Borderlands fan. That's why I zoned out during your whole talk. Yeah. I mean, I listened. I just didn't
2: pretend. I mean, maybe if I can get a get my hands on a copy of it from a Red Box, I'll rent it. But I don't think I should buy it.
1: Well, on the note of Jeff being a hater, I think that is probably going to be it for the podcast. I think you should end this with the Halo theme, Mitch, just to just, just to to really, rub it in. Yeah, just to really rub it in. Um, I was going to end something? it with
0: uh, the 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 Wub Wub song from the Borderlands Two trailer, but okay, that works. That works yeah. a little bit.
1: Yeah, or just claptrap doing wub 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 wub, wub drop. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> wub 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 wub.
1: Um, so anyway, if you guys want to if, even if you don't want to you should because if you feel
2: if you feel mysteriously compelled to
1: yes um you should go to itunes and rate and review the Gamer Sushi podcast and you can follow us on twitter twitter.com slash gamer if you want to follow me i am twitter.com slash eddie revis
0: and i am twitter.com slash mi7ch
1: twitter.com slash anthony taylor underscore
2: and i'm twitter.com slash unsquare I'm
0: so, yeah. sorry about Resident Evil 6. We're really sorry, guys. We're yeah, we so are really, really sorry.
1: sorry. Yeah.
0: I hope. We're, I hope we're sad. I'm playing a tiny violin right now.
2: That's your piece.